0: to yet another episode of the Boulder Bassoon Quartet podcast. It's very nice to have you with us. Uh, try to stay warm out there this winter. Oh, brother. <laughs>
1: All right, don't stay warm. <laughs> it's like Groundhog Day. It's cold out there. <laughs> I don't started quoting that. Really good movie. <laughs> um, yeah, so I'm Michael. We should do a Groundhog Day special. Yes, Nobody sure. a Groundhog Day special. <laughs> this is my dad's favorite holiday because you don't have to do anything. You don't have to send anybody any cards. <laughs> it's like a non-holiday. Yeah. So we could do we could we could ruin it for him <laughs> and make it a, a special event. <laughs> Oops. Uh, anyway, yeah. You're Michael. I'm Brian. <laughs> I'm Ethan. I'm Kent. And now a moment of reflection. As we look back on the year that was, 2014. Very productive year for us. Very unusual year for us. (laughs) We did a whole bunch of stuff. We did do that. And at this time of the year, it's always important to do unnecessary top 10 lists. So (laughs) let's do a, um, let's take a look at the top 10 Boulder Bassoon Quartet events or activities or items or whatever of 2014. Number 10. Well, no. first of all, let's talk about what we have to choose from. So in no particular order, guys, what did we do in 2014?
0: In no particular order. Uh, We commissioned pieces. We received the the pieces that we had commissioned in 2013, I guess. Um, We recorded them. We promoted them.
2: We did a Kickstarter campaign which included a video.
1: we made the video. Yeah. We agonized over the video. Yep. The as, as it's assembled, <laughs> they did. Our Kickstarter was successful. We had a number of performances um, that we can all choose from. And of course, we released the CD, our first CD, our first album. So how about one of our top 10 events is a top five countdown of the most uh, according to iTunes, our best sellers. So, what would you guess mm. is number five on our list of best sellers? We've got 14 tracks on the album. What's the number five best-selling track? Well, we know one that's
3: in the list is Rakuya, but I'm guessing that's higher than number five. So, let's see. Number five. I'm gonna say "Bluish."
1: You, Mike, can't guess because he's looking yeah. at my computer. Mike's a, cheer. Oh. Mike is a cheater. Mike is a cheater.
2: Kent? I don't know. I would hope one of Paul Hansen's tracks would be up there.
1: Well, number five is from The Sound of New York, and it's movement number five, very appropriately, mm-hmm. from the opposite shore. Our number four bestseller is also from The Sound of New York, and this is the last one I would have expected. It's Ambulance, Sirens, and Car Horns, movement number two. Huh. Yeah.
2: Well, you look at a title like that. And you have to listen to it. <laughs> like, what does this thing
1: sound like? I must have it. <laughs> number three is also from The Sound of New York, and it's movement number three, Subway Announcements, and that's it for The Sound of New York. So number two, our number two bestseller comes from none other than Kent Thomas Her- or Thomas Kent Hurds. Whatever the hell your name is. That's so sweet. Movement two, so-so. And the number one oh, well. bestseller on iTunes is... Any any last guesses? Do I get to guess now? You don't get to guess.
0: (laughs) I'm
3: still saying Rakuya. Yeah, let's go with Rakuya.
1: Rakuya, let me find Rakuya. Rakuya is number eight or something. Oh. Yeah. Come on, folks. Rakuya (laughs) is a good (laughs) try. Download Rakuya. Yes. Anyway, according to iTunes, our number one is Bluish. Ah,
2: thank you, everybody. Thank Thank you. you.
1: (laughs) P.S. We have yet to receive any money from iTunes. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, geez, once again I am completely out of reeds, and I am out of cane. Where can I go to refill my supply?
3: You should go to Barton Cane. They have a wide selection of, of different cane you can choose from and customizable solutions.
1: Ooh, that sounds fancy, Ethan. What's customizable solutions mean? They can
3: customize the type of cane that you're getting, as well as the shape and the gouge and the profile, to just your liking. That's insane. Where do I go to find this? You can go to BartonCane.com. I'm there.
1: A quick glance at their website says that they have not only the Fox 2 shape and the Hertzberg shape and the Rieger 1A shape and some others, but they also have the Kristen Wolf Jensen artist series, the Gabriel Beavers artist series, and the Jeff Kiesker artist series. If you want to sound like Kristen Wolf Jensen, go
3: to
0: Barton Kane practice more (laughs) for the bassoon enthusiast in your life i think they definitely need to be able to swag out i think they can do that with a boulder bassoon quartet t-shirt these are available at our website boulderbassoons.com
3: well you could get them our latest cd it's also our only cd
0: (laughs) (laughs) and where is that available it's available on our website boulderbassoons.com And it's available on the website of our sponsor, Forest Music. Forest Music
2: is a supplier of fine bassoon and oboe supplies. They have everything you need as a professional or enthusiast. That's forestsmusic.com.
1: So some other things that we can choose from include sight reading, Paul Hansen's piece in Estes Park. That was a pretty cool event.
2: Which we have a video of.
1: Yep, the record exists. Uh Sight reading Rika's piece, which I think we recorded with an iPhone, just an audio recording.
4: Um,
1: Being on Colorado Public Radio, performing as part of Boulder Arts Week, performing in Louisville, performing at Google, which is not what I would have expected. (laughs) Um, Our whole Kickstarter project... (laughs) <laughs> um,
0: I, I would love to just amplify that the, the concert at the Boulder Arts Week—that was the world premiere concert of all of these
1: um, well, pieces. No, 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 no. So. Boulder oh, Arts I'm Week fused. Yeah. yeah, Boulder Arts Week was last March.
4: Right. Yeah.
1: That was the first Boulder Arts Week, and it came together very quickly. But it sounds like it was quite a success, and now we're looking forward to Boulder Arts Week number two.
4: Woohoo!
1: Yeah. And we gotta, we got to figure out what exactly mm. we're going to do about that. Mm. Um, the premiere was just
0: us, and yeah. Th- yeah. we got the big turnout because of... The
1: article in the Denver Post. It
0: was a big deal. Yeah,
1: that's, that's certainly a top 10. Thank you, Mr. Rinaldi. Do you think it's possible to put the top three in order? I don't want to try to fumble our way through all 10. and mm-hmm. take forever. Yeah. But what are the top three things about 2014 that come to mind for the Boulder Symphonic Quartet?
2: So well, releasing an album's got to be up in their top three, right? Yeah,
1: okay. but how do you pinpoint that? I mean, we we uh, premiered the works, and then later it was released on iTunes and stuff.
3: I think the premiere
1: concert was the big thing. Yeah, I think <laughs> I think that's the the pinpoint there. <clears throat> So September 13th, 2014, the premiere of From the Opposite Shore and the the creation of the album. Is that number one? I'd say that's number one. Stuff to beat that. Yeah. Making a CD, putting it out there and having a full audience. That was cool. In large part thanks to the Denver Post. So I would put that number two, actually. Yeah. Our amazingly glowing article in the Denver Post, courtesy of Ray Rinaldi. So, what's number three?
3: Hmm. The thing I thought of was sight reading the Paul Hansen was because that was one of those moments where you kind of realize, you kind of catch the vision of like, okay, this is really difficult. It's going to be so difficult to put together, but at the same time, it's such good music.
1: It's going to be totally worth it. Yeah. Mm
2: -hmm. So, we've been talking about the Paul Hansen for so long. We knew he was writing it for us. We'd heard a Few little snippets of it on his SoundCloud account. But to take that excitement of what could be and to actually start reading it was pretty
1: neat. Yeah, to have the actual tangible result, you know, the the printed music on the stand and to actually play through it for the first time, not knowing what it's supposed to sound like, (laughs) still not really knowing. (laughs) Um, Yeah, that's something totally unique. Uh, Yeah, I'd include that in the top three. Any arguments? No argument from, from me, the contrary. that's pretty awesome.
0: <laughs> <laughs> just for the record, I enjoyed the way Ethan just turned the phrase, catch the
1: vision. You know, if this was the 70s or 80s, that would be a good title for an album. For a Christmas yeah, a album? album? No. Catch. <laughs> catch the, catch vision, the vision. vision. Neon, hearts <laughs> on the cover. Yeah, man. Maybe that'd be more than 90s, actually, early 90s. Dear to be cool. <laughs> I want
0: to throw an honorable mention to the concert at Dazzle. Yeah. That, we did. that was,
2: it's,
0: you know, uh, mostly on the merits of how much fun it was and frankly I thought we played really well that night and we got some really great audience feedback, audience reaction and interaction. That was just a fun time. Yeah, I don't know where... if I put it in the top three, but it, it needs an honorable mention, I think. Sure.
4: Yeah.
3: The moment where people started laughing, I mean, that was pretty cool. In the middle of Rika's piece, people just burst out laughing, which was a really great reaction.
1: That that could be, if you're not familiar with the piece, that could sound like a negative. Right? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that was great because we uh, we weren't expecting that, and to have... It's such a cool atmosphere to have that audience so fully engaged that they're they're paying attention and realizing that this really ridiculously difficult stuff that we're playing is actually, in fact, quite humorous. It was great. By the way, that piece, uh, The Sound of New York, is going to be performed at Juilliard. It was handpicked for a um, Japanese-themed concert in Juilliard. It's going to happen in a couple of weeks So it's really great to see the success of the piece uh, so quickly after it was written. Mm
4: -hmm.
1: Hopefully it will catch on even more. So that was 2014 and a quick review. Any predictions for 2015, like a year from now, when we're looking back and we're saying, hey guys, what were the top 10 events of 2015? What are we going to point to? Well,
2: hopefully one of the big events will be the amazing Success of our performance in Tokyo.
4: Mm-hmm.
1: The International Double Reed Society conference will be in Tokyo in August, 2015.
2: And that would be kind of the completion of this whole project.
1: Yes, in many ways. It's a
2: multi. What is it? Three-year project.
1: Uh, mm-hmm. It all started in 2012. Yeah, okay. <laughs> three and a half years. <laughs>
0: There will be the Christmas party, and associated album, (laughs) Christmas album, and dare we mention again the top
1: secret. Ah,
4: something's got to happen
1: with our top secret uh, project. We should give a project name a code name. We've got a number of cool performances coming up in 2015. I'm particularly looking forward to playing in Westcliff. I hope that'll be a great one. I can imagine that becoming the top
0: three. I, I just thought of another honorable mention for um, 2015, things that I'm looking forward to. We're going to meet Rika Narimoto. She's going to be in Colorado, uh, and we will see her when we play uh, at CU for the um, Pendulum New Music Concert Series. we
2: to play her piece for her.
0: Right. Yeah. And then that same week, um, we're playing a recital at... Metro State. We're going to be quite the, busy that week.
1: Yeah, it's going to be a crazy week. Um, we're playing at Metro. We're playing at the Dairy Center in Boulder. We're playing at CU. And I think there's something else. And we got to put a Boulder Arts Week concert in there someplace. That Rica, brings
2: up... Sorry, if you're still talking about Rika.
1: Rika might be our first podcast guest. Ooh. Oh, hmm. now there's a top 10 item for, yeah. for anybody <laughs> in 2015 a Boulder Bassoon Quartet podcast guest oh, tremble with anticipation and so similarly
0: know. We, we didn't mention yeah, I was in, a, yeah, in 2014 mm-hmm. we met and played for Paul Hansen yep. which you know honorable mention again I don't know if no, that's in the that's top three cool. but that uh became a more intimidating experience than I was expecting. <laughs> I know you guys have ice water in your veins, but like, I was playing that introduction, and I looked over and there was Paul Hansen with his phone out <laughs> video recording me, and it definitely got inside my head a little bit.
3: Yeah, I was, I was definitely nervous about that, definitely.
4: Huh.
0: But it was really a great experience. Mm-hmm. He, he's super gracious, very, um, very complimentary. Lots of great ideas. It was a good time. Mm
4: -hmm.
1: And now we see Paul wearing our Boulder Bassoon Quartet t-shirt all the time. While he's working out, right? (laughs) When he goes in the gym, (laughs) man. That's
4: right. workout clothes. man. (laughs) If you want to
1: get yourself some workout clothes, (laughs) head on over to BoulderBassoons.com and get yourself a nice t-shirt. Or come see us at one of our many upcoming concerts. Speaking of which, hopefully we'll see you at Second Tuesday's Trinity Concert. Coming up on January thirteenth. And now to play us out, here's some fun music.